Hi, I'm Dunya Georgievich. Welcome to My Log. My Log stands for My Little Organic Garden. I'm a filmmaker, a director and producer, writer and actor. And back in 2011, I started My Log when I got a cancer diagnosis and began my journey to wellness. I wanted my hands in the dirt and the idea of installing edible gardens for people seemed like the perfect business. Soon, uh, I did recover and I did learn a lot. I got called back to direct and it was years later that I met my friend Anne. Anne and I spent long hours talking about health and wellness and all the things that matter to women in terms of empowerment, entrepreneurship, and just bringing our visions to light. Hi, Anne. Hello, and welcome to my log. My name is Anne Myra, also known as Annie, and I am an athlete, a singer-songwriter, an author, and a visual artist. And we decided instead of bopping around in this galaxy, we would start pivoting to the podcast during the pandemic. So I hope you enjoy what we have to share. Dig it. Dig it. Hello and welcome to my log. How are you today, Katie? Hey, Anne. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So I'm delighted. Today we have the breast empowerment coach named Katie Rampin joining us. And she is going to share her, what, three pillars of health or what's it going to be today? Yeah. So, um, well, I was thinking, you know, I don't want to, um, um, hopefully your listeners got to hear our first conversation. Um, and, um, um, you know, so they know we, I was talking about my upcoming master class, which I'm giving on Monday evening. Uh, well, evening, if you're in Los Angeles, it's 5 p.m. Pacific. And it's entitled... From surviving to thriving, three keys you need to empower you beyond breast cancer. And I'll tell you right now, it's not a big like secret, like you have to come to the masterclass to get the three keys because we actually did those, those, they're my three pillars. Um, So we did cover them last time, which are um, enlightenment, empowerment, encouragement. But, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, if you're like me, you know, First of all, I have to hear things like multiple times to really get something. But also if you're kind of a, you know, an audio, if you're a visual learner as well, right? This class is really um, powerful because, you know, there'll be the slides there. Um, so you're not just, you know, just sort of hearing it, um, but you also could sort of see it and be like, ah, okay, I get it, you know? So, um, and those three pillars, um, they're equal to like enlightenment, you know, they're, they're big. I love to use the three E's and it's fun that they all start with E and everything, but yeah, really, that is fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like I said, it's just when I, when they clicked, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's it. You know? And, um, and that's great. I, yeah. I, yeah. So I, and so if people yeah. do join, would they like be able to come away with a PDF or what, or like, is there, I know that you're saying you're going to have different learning 
um, capacities like visual and audio and but if they do join your um, webinar or is it a webinar? Yeah, yeah it's a webinar. It? It's a webinar. Okay. Exactly. So it's on Zoom. It's a webinar. But like I said, so there'll be slides. So I'll be, you know, the talking head in the little corner. But basically, you'll be okay. slides on the screen. Um, it's about one hour. And my theme lately has been, um, can one hour make a difference in your life? And my resounding answer to that is, heck, yes. Um, because literally after this hour, it is my intention that everyone that listens to it will come away with something that they'll be empowered to either prevent breast cancer, ever having breast cancer in the first place. If they are currently in the middle of a journey, um, they will learn things about treatment options and, you know, uh, that they may not know about. And they also may learn about the risks about some of the treatment options that are out there. Um, you know, and then if you have had breast cancer, um, this is an area very dear to my heart because I'm a two-time breast cancer thriver. Uh, you know, you, the big thing is to learn how to, you know, prevent recurrence, right? Because right. So, right. so many women just go through the motions, they go through the treatment, they suffer and they're like, you know, they do the walks and they, and it's, it's so great. And I'm actually participating myself in a breast cancer walk next Saturday, but, and I think I might join you. Yay. Yay. I mean, it, it, those are all awesome things to do. But honestly, um, I like to also say your most precious resource um, is your health. Your health is your wealth. Your second most precious resource is your time. And I totally get that. We are all like zoomed out. We've got so many things. Um, but I would say this hour, you know, just like listening to this podcast. I mean, it's, these things are critical, right? And you can gain, you know, just one little nugget might, you know, make the difference for you, right? Like one thing you learn might be like, oh, and could mean the difference of you getting breast cancer or not. I mean, it's that, you know, powerful. So um, what they will come away with is um, they will see the presentation and then, um, uh, you know, they will get a access to the recording afterwards. So again, they could watch it again and again. Um, That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you also get uh, a bonus thing I, that we talked about, I believe on the last podcast, but I have a PDF called seven simple steps to a healthier you. It's my seven foundational things for good health. Um, just across the board, not just breast cancer, but all health. And you start taking baby steps. It's a very small document because, again, I know time is super. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to overwhelm people with like a whole ebook. It's like seven. Right, but books. that is so generous yeah. in and yeah. of itself. Just your yeah. PDF with this is very generous, and yeah. that's what we're all trying to create: a better community and speak with each other and share our experiences and yeah. actually. Because October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I think there also is a Living Beauties event that happens next week. It might be their fashion show or something. Yes, yes, they do. That, that, that is happening in Pasadena. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, so, and, and I like to call it, um, so I do a spin on Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I call it Breast Health Awareness Month. Because for me, it's all about, again, it's not about you know, yes, if you have breast cancer, you have to manage the disease. But what I really want to get out there is how we manage our breast health, like how we keep our breasts healthy. We do not want to get in the state of dis-ease, right? I, I, right. Shared with, yep. I shared this with another podcast recently. And she's like, oh my God, I never realized 
that the word dis-ease, um, if you break it up like Latin, right. it's dis-ease. It's, it's a right. state of being in dis-ease. So we don't want to get there, right? And so right. there's so many things we can do um, on that journey. And it has to do with our lifestyle medicine and our choices and so, so many things. Um, but yeah, like I, I just love to, to, to put a spin on it and say, hey, this is Breast Health Awareness Month. And do yourself a favor, like get on this, you know, mass, get on this webinar, um, you know, because it could help you, your loved ones. Unfortunately, I mean, let's be real. Who, who does not know? I would be shocked if you don't know somebody that's been affected by breast cancer. And I will tell you, it was not like that a decade ago, because when I got my first diagnosis 11 years ago, I remember, um, you know, a girlfriend of mine or a mother of, um, you know, you know, we were in the same like mommy me class and whatnot. Um, you know, I just remember her being shocked that I had breast cancer. Like, oh my God, I've never actually known anybody, you know, like that's had breast cancer. And right. But I, it course, touches all of us. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, what's crazy about this story. I, the, the sad part of the story is she has now had breast cancer. The woman that was shocked, uh, you know, 11 years ago when I got breast cancer, she got breast cancer. And I'm like, yes. yeah, that's, and this is the kind of thing that I just think has to stop. Like I want everyone to learn from my experience. And so that, and I, I get it. Like when you're healthy, you're like, well, you know, I don't need to, you know, whatever. I'm fine. Yeah. You're, right. You're fine until you're not. And when right. You're not, right. Exactly. You know, and I just, so take the time now. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. And I, you know, you and I know that we were talking to one time about organic and people say, oh, it's expensive. And it's like, yeah, but you know, like, as you said, I, I loved it. I remember from our last talk, you were like, but you either pay now or later. Right. And, exactly. You pay you know, now you for pay organic a... or you pay later for medical treatment. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, you and I know what yes. the cost of medical. In fact, you know, I was thinking recently some of the problems that I solve in, you know, my membership and when I work with clients privately. And one of the things is I, by nature, and you know, this because we just got together recently, but I'm super frugal by nature, like just crazy. Right, right, right. I mean, to the extent right. that it's a little borderline crazy, but whatever. So, um, but here's the thing. So how great is that though, that you can learn from me about how to, you know, manage breast cancer, you know, inexpensively, like take advantage of all the free resources that are out there. And when you do need to do testing, like what you need to, you know, like some tests, I, I remember a client recently, I walked her through, they were asking her to do some tests that she didn't need to take, like, yes, yes, yes. And it's like, it's, it's toxic to her body, right? It's expensive for your wallet. And right. I told her, okay, well, what's okay, let's say you do this extra test. And the outcome is X or Y is how is that going to make a difference in your decision to move to the next step of what you want to do? And she said, it's not, I already know this is what I'm going to do. And I said, exactly. So there's right. no reason for you to get that test. And this is the kind of thing the medical institutions and your doctors will not sit down and talk to you about. They just put you on the treadmill and you're in the, you're a cog in the wheel and you go through this huge billion dollar cancer machine. And right. Just, but that's why I always say ABC, which means always be curious and ask your doctor's questions and ask how it will help you and ask if it will have any consequences that are not 
beneficial, you know, and just always be curious. Yes, I totally, yeah, absolutely. And I'm all about, we talked about this last time too, but I'm all about women learning to advocate for the care that's right for them because yes. every woman is different. Every cancer journey is different. Every diagnosis, there is no such thing as just one protocol. And so you, you've got to get to that. It's not easy. It's not easy to advocate for yourself. You go, it's so intimidating. Right. And you think the doctors know everything. And unfortunately, they, they just don't. They know a lot. No, they they don't. don't. And they yeah. don't know anything about you, your history, what's going on. They don't even have the time to, to, most don't even take that in an intake, right? It's just like, what, what, what's your stage and what's your breast cancer type? And right. they don't find out about, you know, what's going on in your life and right. other factors. And maybe you're living in the most toxic, you know, maybe you're drinking toxic water. Or I know a client who was living in a moldy apartment um, right. and she just kept getting sicker and sicker. Like, well, they never, the doctors never looked into that. Like I, in my first, one of my first intakes with her, I found that out. And I was like, you have got to get yourself out into a clean and living environment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so these are the kind of things that, yeah, are just, they're so important. And you, like you said, got to be curious and you've got to advocate for yourself. I'm just, I'm huge on that. That's why I call myself a breast cancer recovery advocate. That's my title. Cause that's oh, good. That's but I did. Yeah. So we will put um, all your information for your webinar in our show notes. So anyone who just happens to be listening, they could listen, do the join the webinar later that afternoon or evening. And I also wanted to touch upon the empowerment issue because yesterday, Katie and I had the pleasure of the luxurious pleasure of watching a matinee in a very fancy movie theater of the beautiful and talented Taylor Swift and her concert movie, which was directed yeah, the by the tour. Yeah. yeah, it was so good. It was really real and talk about empowering. I mean, didn't yeah. you walk away from that just feeling so empowered? Well, it's so funny. Um, I think I think the, the the words that came to my mind, and I've never said I don't think I've ever said this specifically about a woman before, but I was like, she is so hot. Like that just describes <laughs> her in so many ways. I mean, first of all, I mean, yeah, she's hot. She's gorgeous. Um, but she's also, you know, your your typical, not typical, your atypical triple threat, right? She's so talented. She, you know, musically, obviously, I mean, but she's beautiful. She's talented. Um, and she's, as you said, she's so powerful. And part of it is she owns her power, right? She, like, I just, the whole beginning, right? She's in SoFi Stadium with, you know, a sold out thousands of people crowd. And they're all just going wild. And she's so cute. She's like, y'all making me feel really good right now. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm sure, like, it has to go to her head, right? Like, it's just, it's. <laughs> But it's, it's, we all, here's the thing. We all should have that power for ourselves. We all should have that lover, you know, that level of, <coughs> I, you know, I love myself as much as she, you know, loves herself. And I think she, I think that's why she's so appealing to the masses is because 
she spreads that, right? It's right. Not she's just, setting an example exactly for that little yeah. six-year-old girl whose hat she gave to her, you know, for she's setting an example. She, you know, and that is beautiful. It's really bold. It's courageous. It's committed. And what's amazing is she's become a huge financial success, which is more power to her and more power to more women like her. Yeah, I was just hearing that she was featured in um, Bloomberg magazine, you know, which is a big business magazine, right? Good. I mean, we all know she's a billionaire, right? But it's not just that she's a billionaire. Like, she didn't just get lucky. Right. Um, she's no, actually she worked very really, hard. She worked very hard. And she's a really savvy, smart businesswoman. Right. And, um, in fact, that was so great. I, she did a whole number in the show about, you know, if I were a man type of thing. You know, oh, I loved like, it. I loved that, was that so, one. I didn't, so I never heard that funny. before. It's beautiful. I loved that. That. Image. Yeah. But had you, did you know that song? I did never heard that song before. I'd seen it before on, yeah, okay. on YouTube. But I just thought so great. The, the point being that, yeah, it's so much harder for a woman to get where a man is in this world, even if she's doing the same thing and it's right very frustrating to us women because there are so many brilliant women out there and you know there is still I mean hello we know after the election uh you know whatever eight years ago or whatever that was the glass ceiling still exists women that we were not able to break the glass ceiling of the presidency and um so many other positions right so unfortunately that glass is is still firmly in place, but you know we're we're starting. We're 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 definitely cracking it. You know, right? And that sort of was my takeaway: is that if our country, because of racial backlash, can put a, you know, lying criminal on the highest seat of power in our country, then we can damn well, you know, put a woman in that seat as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we better not go political because that will, yeah, yeah. But I hear you. I it's so frustrating, but yeah, but yeah, to stick to the positive though, she is, she is, um, yeah, she's a powerhouse, and so that was, um, that was really fun. Yes, she is a powerhouse, and more power to the ladies. <laughs> there you go, the ladies, exactly. and uh, oh, and you just made me think of a, a phrase, the ladies, and and um, you know. There's an expression um, that a mentor of mine uses as well. And she's always like, you know, with this month, it's all about, you know, getting your breasts, you know, checking your breasts, whatever. And there's the expression, check your girls. Oh, yeah. Um, check your you girls. Know, That's funny. Check your girls. I love the check your girls. And so right now I've been doing on Instagram, I've been doing 10 ways to safely monitor your breast health this month. Oh, good. Um, That's great. So, yeah, because again, what do we know? What do most people know about? They know one way, mammograms. And um, actually, that's at the bottom of my list. So it's, you know, so there's, again, we got to get educate the people out there um, to start. Yeah, the little young and teeny boppers, the up and comers. They got to learn how to check their girls. Check their girls, baby. Check Check their their girls girls once a month. And yeah. um, tell us, tell us where um, our audience can find you on Instagram. How or, or yeah. Okay, so oh, we'll yeah. just wrap it up. Unfortunately, oh, no, sorry we about got... that. Anyway, where no, where were we? We were getting to something good. I remember, and then sorry, the technology dropped on us there. Um, oh yeah, it did. Well, um, we can just pick up from there. So if you have a recipe you'd like to share with us for that, then I'd love to hear that. And 
Oh, okay. But um, I'm trying to remember what you what you were asking. You were asking me something about. Oh, um, I was asking you where we could find you on Instagram because you were oh, talking about right, your... right. My new Instagram. Yeah. It's not new. It's not new, but I just haven't really done anything with it before. But it's Kicking Breast Cancer with Katie is my Instagram. Um, I will. I think uh, you post if you post my link tree. You know, Katie Rampin link tree. You can find links to all my all my resources, all my social media. That's kind of the best place to find me. There's even a link there to join the um, the masterclass on Monday that's on that page. Okay. So that's kind of like, and then there's information about my membership. And... I will put that all in the show notes. Yeah, that's that's all great. But one thing I did want to cover, um, I wanted to, pe- to people know, like again, about this masterclass on Monday is I shatter a lot of myths um, around breast cancer and, you know, I, I think I mentioned too, like, I, you know, like, um, anyway, like safe ways to, to monitor your breast health. And, and a lot of people don't, you know, aren't doing the safest ways. Um, but another, you know, another big one is about, you know, genetics and, and breast cancer and people thinking, you know, that it's mostly genetic, which I'll just tell you right now, it's not. So, um, but there's so many myths and there's, there, there's myths on both sides of the fence because there are some things out there that you may have heard about that if you Google them, like they will say they're a myth. Like for instance, uh, you know, it's a very strong statement to say something like deodorant causes breast cancer. There's no, right. there's no way we can link that. Right. And it's, it's never going to, it's never, there's, we're never going to be able to say that. However, it's not a myth to say um, that, you know, certain deodorants are bad for your breast health, because if you are using an antiperspirant with aluminum in it, and aluminum is a known toxin, and you are blocking right. your pores, thereby right. not allowing you to get rid of the toxins in your body as your body is meant to be doing that. I mean, it's just crazy to me that literally, if you go on these things, if you Google, like, you know, is deodorant with aluminum bad, you know, what are, does it cause breast cancer? And they'll say, no, it's a myth. It, it That's not a myth. It's like, so no, it's not a myth. It, aluminum does. Come. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's so, so I mean, many contributing factors. Yeah. So again, yes. it's like, so it's good for yeah. your, for your, um, Right. So again, like, so you just learn things like that and, you know, the connection with sugar. And again, even my oncologist, my first oncologist years ago said, oh yeah, well, sugar doesn't cause, you know, doesn't feed breast cancer. Um, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sugar does. It, I cut out all sugar when yeah, I was diagnosed. But, you know, isn't that wild that there's, so again, there's these, there's these things out there that people hear about and then they, that are myths. Yeah. yeah that they no, but then they Google them and they say, they hear that they are myths and they really aren't. And then on the flip side, there's this myth that, you know, breast cancer is genetic and therefore I only have to worry about it if it runs in my family, which is so not true because 80% of women that get breast cancer have no family history of breast cancer. So I just, I, I just want, those are so important and there's more myths. I could, like I said, I spend the whole evening kind of busting some myths so that you know, like, what is your risk? Um, right. And then I'll throw one out here again. I think most people do know this, but if you are an Ashkenazi Jew, you have a more uh, higher chance of getting breast cancer. And right, which I am, and that's why I oh, have wow. negative yeah. breast cancer. Yeah, yeah and it was my grandmother, my aunt, my mother, everyone in the family has had it. So yeah, I have. You, wouldn't you like to? I mean, wouldn't you wanted to know that way back when? Yeah, no, I took the genetic testing. Oh, yeah. back before cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, yeah, but I just feel like the people that you know are just sort of oblivious. They're just like, I mean, again, no, they need to know. They need to they need research to know. Again, the both, to... both. Yeah, but 
if you have a recipe, let's share that. Okay. And then, um, yeah. A recipe. Well, you know, my new thing is I'm trying to do, I actually joined um, the Food Revolution Network um, has a, uh, sort of a membership and I, and, um, so one of the benefits is you get, you know, all these plant-based recipes, healthy recipes. So I've been kind of, um, you know, trying to, to use some of those. Um, I'm trying to think of one right off the top of my head though. Um, um, I guess I, you know, this is not a recipe again, cause I don't know, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm just trying to, to be a better cook myself, but <laughs> so, you know, I have to, I, that's the thing. Like I look up recipes and then I sort of have to try to follow them to the T cause I'm not a great cook, but one, I, I'll say one tip. Um, if you are, uh, you know, someone that eats fish, which again, you know, I say that kind of uh, you know, fish used to be so healthy for us. And for the most part, it still is, except it's not. Because now it's full polluted. of microplastics. Yeah, it's full I mean, of microplastics you know. and like if, yeah. you know, Hiroshima and I mean, right. oh my God. So it's it's really going to be the case. And the bigger the fish, again, you want to stick away, stay away from things like swordfish, which has tons of right. mercury and right. even tuna, which I eat. I know I probably shouldn't because that's probably bad too. And um, but what I was going to say is, uh, so one of the things I still eat is salmon because, but again, wild only, only wild salmon don't do farm. Right. Um, right. and here's, but here's my tip is you get the frozen salmon and you cook it from frozen. So I just did this the other night. Um, you know, cause it's always best that way for so many reasons. First of all, it's the freshest because they catch it and they freeze it like right on the boat. Right. And so it's actually fresher than quote unquote fresh fish because a lot of fish that they say is fresh is actually previously frozen that they just undefrost and put on ice in the grocery store. Right. So unless you know it's really fresh, which would be the best thing is just like anything else like eggs and or I don't know anything. There's any kind of food that you might eat. Um, but I just thought that was a good tip because I used to, you know, you know, struggle with, oh, I forgot to take it out of the freezer overnight. And so now I can't eat it. But I've recently looked up recipes of ways you just literally cook it straight from frozen. So um, I think that's, uh, that's sort of my tip. It's not a recipe, but it's just a tip. And again, you, you know, I say eat, you know, everything with moderation and but you have to know the risks of eating, um, uh, you know, seafood. And there's other categories that are, I mean, unfortunately, I love shellfish. And that's even worse. You know, bottom feeders are the right, worst. right, right. I know right. my favorite are things right. like mussels and clams. But what do they do? They filter the water, the water I is know. polluted. You know? I know, I know, so I know, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a it's a tough world we're, we're navigating. But again, if you can grow your own, like, that's what's so great about what you guys do about your, your own little garden. If you yeah, didn't get it from, gardens. you know, I've got, I'm happy to have, I have a lemon tree. So I know those are organic lemons that I use every day. And yeah, that's so great. That's so great. I know. So any, but you can do it too. Like I'm right now growing, um, uh, broccoli sprouts on my counter mm -hmm. in a little jar. Yeah. Anyone, anyone, anyone. And I say anyone, look, if I can do it, you can do it. I have a purple thumb. You can grow sprouts. And sephorphane is like the number one anti-breast cancer and cancer, you know, powerhouse. So, you know, stick, just, just, uh, you know, you can look on my YouTube. I tell you how to grow them. It's super easy. Not Where a, do you get your seeds for that? I, I get them on Amazon. 
Um, And then I just look for a smaller organization like a farm and organic, you know, again, organic. Um, The complaints, you know, the things you have to worry about with Amazon is that, you know, like how long has it been in the warehouse and all that kind of stuff. But um, if you, I don't know, again, you have to do a little bit of research, but um, you can get good stuff on Amazon. And yeah, and I, and I got my little lids. All you really need is just a regular mason jar um, and, you know, just your general mason jar. And then what you need to do is you get a sprouting lid for the top that allows the air to flow. And then you'll turn it upside down and allow the water out because you have to keep rinsing them for many days. Um, and, and like, literally I purchased like two of those lids on Amazon for, I don't know, a couple bucks and then the seeds and you're good to go. You've got everything you need. Great. And you put them on salads or what do you do? Yes. I, I put them in my salads and I put them in my smoothies. So, yep. You, yep. Any, and you can do more with them and they don't taste, I mean, they don't actually taste, they don't, I wouldn't say they taste like broccoli. They taste, um, I wouldn't say they, I mean, they taste fine. They taste good. They don't taste bad and they don't taste to me, but people, everybody's taste is different. They don't taste miraculous. Yes, true. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would just munch on them by themselves, but you know, if you add them to your smoothies, you'd barely notice them. And um, I add them, they're great in salads and everything. Yeah. And they have 40% more nutrients than bigger plants. So that's the reason to have the sprouts right right even more than broccoli itself which again yeah exactly another tip with broccoli though and i personally um i buy already the broccoli crowns usually um but really the stalks are like a lot of the nutrients are in the stalks of broccoli so don't be throwing out your stalks like you know eat them if they're not soft enough then again um you know uh grind them, you know, grind them up, cook them, put them into soups, put them into, you know, your smoothies, other things, right? Because they're, yeah, they're good, good for, you. for you. Yeah. Very good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us today, Katie. And Thank you so much, Anne. I hope you have a good rest of your weekend. Awesome. Enjoy the sunshine. If you have okay. it out there, we have it here in Los Angeles today, which is awesome. But if you, if, if not make your own sunshine and, um, yeah, do something, do something positive for yourself today. Sounds good. Thanks. Okay. Dig it. Thanks again, Ann. Bye-bye. Bye.